Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Let's get into it. Guys, this is Ted Ross, a.k.a. Teddy Ross, Teddy R. He is actually a subcontractor for us. We, we refer a lot of our landscaping work to him. A lot of, we try, I mean, we don't get a lot of commercial jobs, but all of our commercial jobs, we've kind of tagged Ted as the, as the commercial guy. But he runs a company called Statement Lawn and Landscape. Yeah, been running it what three, two, four years. Four years. Yeah, first year was part time, and I helped another company, and I helped you that fall too. Mm-hmm. And then the next year we went full time, and then last year I hired my first guys, and then this year, yeah, again. Yep, and they're booming. He does he does good work. We refer work to him. He refers fertilizing and weed control to us, and you guys hear us talk about subcontractor relationships all the time, and I think Ted's going to be a great one to talk pricing. Uh, he he dabbles in a lot of different things, but he wants to land on landscape, landscape enhancements, landscape maintenance, so I think he's going to be able to add a lot of value. And just to kind of tie some of the pieces together, we've had we've had Jim Marmon on the mm-hmm. podcast a couple times, okay. and he's been a friend and a mentor to me, and same for for Ted. And so he has helped Ted start this business, right? So why don't Mm -hmm. you give some background on like what you were doing before this, how you got into it, and then where you where you're sitting now? Well, actually, um, so I worked for the city of Overland Park as a heavy equipment operator. And then um, I met Jim through a mutual buddy. And I did some odd jobs for him on the weekends. And we just built the relationship. And then when he sold his last company, he basically got bored and asked me what I wanted to start. I mm-hmm. said, "Man, you, I just want the opportunity. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> you tell me what what to do. I'm not scared yeah. of work." And uh, so we landed on a mowing landscape company, and yep. um, he funded it and got the ball rolling. Yep. And that was w- when 2018. 2018. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the first year we got. I mean, he owns a couple of commercial buildings, so we got those to start with, and. Um, just through his network, we got a couple more. It was only like a day and a half or two days worth of work. And since I hadn't done the work before, um, I actually worked for another company at the same time, so I could kind of learn the ropes and. I didn't. To, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. How to. So you left out. the city of Op, mm-hmm. and then you went and worked for who? Um, his name is Zach Shelton at um, Inspire Lawns. Okay. And he's he's the guy that actually mowed Jim's property at the time. Oh, nice. So yeah, I I ran around and. He taught me the mowing and some of the fertilization stuff. And I remember and that, Jim talking about this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. And then um, about three quarters of the way through, we were able to build up enough that we separated from him. And then I helped you a little bit mm-hmm. on um, aerating and seeding, aerating and seeding. that yep. fall. And then, uh, yeah, the next next year, I went out and sold and got it where I could so be That was full-time. fun. That was fun having you. Yeah. And that's kind of like where we got to know each other a lot more. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, right. you were hanging out with Tiago and I quite a bit, slinging yeah. some seed. Yeah. Wrestling Old Red. Yeah. It was Floss and Aerator. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. It was fun. I learned a lot from you guys, too. I mean, it was. Oh, don't it, don't suck up just because yeah, you got no, the headphones no, no, on. No, yeah, no. It was uh, because uh, Zach was a solo guy. Mm-hmm. He just didn't have the organizational, yep. you know, processes. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he went out and he 
worked his tail off, and that's kind of where he was at, and he always struggled f finding people. Yep. Um, but, yeah, no, it was a good experience working for him and coming to see you and just the difference between a solo and a company. I mean, yep. I mean there's, a, there's a big difference yep. when you start talking processes and things. And so whose idea was that? Was that Jim's idea or your idea that you should go work for another company? Um, I think it was it was kind of mutual. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, because it was getting to the slower time of the year yeah. where he didn't have as much work necessarily. So it it, it just worked out well yeah. that we were able to. Yeah, smart. I mean, switch, switch over and, and learn a new skill set, too, because like I said, he he did a lot of granular. He did have a, just a spray tank that we did some stuff with. But um, yeah, I mean, coming to you, it's just a different different. Yeah aspect that's, of the industry i guess that's smart though I, th I think a lot of young guys should do that yeah you know i mean if you're and, and most people that want to get into lawn care maybe they already have like the weekend warrior setup mm -hmm. right. so right if you're working full-time somewhere else you might as well yeah and go for, learn the trade for your young guys that are listening uh robert kiyosaki rich dad poor dad mm -hmm. he said you always work to learn not work to earn yes so i would say keep that keep that in mind don't go looking for the best opportunity money. I mean, your education is much more important than 12 or 15 bucks an hour and the difference in that because it long-term, not going to matter anyway. Yeah, and it's an investment. Investment in yourself yes. is, is always and the it, best investment. Yeah. It, it pays the best, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's, that's cool, man. That's cool. It seems to be working, working out for you. So fast forward to where you're at today, what your company looks like, and then we'll get into pricing services. Okay, um... Now, I do um, a lot of the landscape enhancements and landscape maintenance, um, mulch, planting, that kind of thing. We've got a couple of municipality contracts where we weed their parks and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so that keeps me busier than I should be probably. Mm -hmm. And, then, and you, have, you have connections because I know listeners right now are like, well, dang, that would be nice to get. You have connections with those, but also give some – well, sort of. Well, uh, how did you how did you get those then? You you knew well. Okay, where to, so I where to bid those jobs. I worked. Yeah, I worked at Overland Park, um, and when I told everybody I was leaving to start this, the managers actually talked to the other managers and said, "Hey, he's doing this. Give him a shot." Um, it's all low bid, sealed bid. Starting out, it's nice because you don't have the overhead that other people have, so you can mm -hmm. still make money when you're. And a lot of these contracts. What is a sealed bid? You said low bid, sealed yeah, bid. What do you so, mean sealed? So um, the bidding process, you submit your bids. None of the managers, nobody knows until they open them all at once. So, okay. so my biggest question I get a lot when I tell people, oh, yeah, I work for Overland Park. I got Overland Park contracts. They're like, well, so you know the numbers. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> the managers don't even know the numbers. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's just I had the opportunity through my network plus – no overhead, so I, I'm able to bid it lower than a lot of these big companies because when they send the offers out to bid, they're the big companies that they know they can get the job done. So, yeah. I mean, that was that's kind of how that works. That's cool. And then that was for Overland Park, and then I've got some more with Shawnee, and that was just a cold email. I mean, mm. yeah, it wasn't just put yourself out there and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. But you're a hustler, man. I mean, you're you're a hustler. <laughs> you're always studying sales. Oh yeah. This dude sent me his list of audiobooks one time. Either you gave me access to your yeah, Audible yeah, or yeah, you like sent yeah. me screenshots. Yeah. I just gave you a password. I give that out to everybody. It is more. like 
It's insane. Yeah, I think I've got. Uh, How many books have you listened to on two times speed? Oh, uh, <laughs> most of them, unless it unless they talk fast, but yeah. minimum's one point two. But, just blazing through, <laughs> blazing through books. But, uh, yeah. What's Robert Kiyosaki sound like on 2X? Uh, he doesn't read his own stuff. He's too busy. Oh, really? Yeah, no, they hire that out. Oh. A lot of your, it's, if you've got big-time authors, they very rarely read. Yeah. They send it out because yeah. they've got better things to do than spend Sit there and read their week. own book. Yeah. Yeah, so, but, yeah, no. Some I'm, guys like to hear the sound of their own voice, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Grant Cardone. Yeah, Grant. Grant's I've listened to his, he he reads all his own yeah, stuff. Yeah, but it makes it better. Oh, it does. It does. It and does. sometimes he'll like ad lib onto mm-hmm. something that wasn't even in the book. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Grant. Sometimes you got to take it with Grant, grain of salt, but if you just boil it down to his message, yeah, he, he's he's a stud. Have you listened to uh, Be Obsessed or Be Average? Oh yeah. Were you the one that referred me to that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Dude, that one was good. Yeah. Yeah. That one was really good. All his stuff is. And he's funny too, so it makes the listen a little easier. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm the king of like side side yeah. tangents, oh, yeah. rabbit trails. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Um, all right, man. So landscape enhancements, landscape maintenance. One, I think, cool niche. Maybe you've switched it, but last year when we talked, you were doing a lot of uh, bed maintenance, but pre-emergence. Yes. And so I don't know if a lot of guys do this, but you're just using like snapshot or preen. Mm-hmm. I, I'd be interested to hear like how that's going, what you're thinking about that, some of the profit margins there, because we don't we don't really talk a lot about that on this okay. podcast. Okay, um, yeah. So, I actually go through Ewing, and it's called TI is what I'm using. But TI, yeah, it's okay. got same ingredients, what whatever. But um, yeah, they have, and these are the Overland Park and Shawnee contracts that are the big ones. One's three acres, one's four acres. Okay. So I mean it's it's a lot, but um, and yeah. did you sell them on this idea like, hey, this is a lot to maintain? Nope. That nope. they were already doing yep. asking Part, for yep. the bid. Yep, okay. in the bid, uh, it's three rounds of that. Three rounds. Yep. Yep. So. Um, and how much are you charging per per uh, yard? Well, since they vary so so much, that's hard to say. But basically, what I did was I took the bag value, mm-hmm. doubled it. And then also added my hourly time. Okay. So yeah, I mean we're we make good money. I mean it doesn't take too long to walk the four acres, but you also got to figure drive time. I mean it's it's a day between drive time and walking. So yeah, yeah, I get my normal labor rate plus I double the cost. Of, double the cost of the bag. Double the retail cost of the bag. Mm. Yeah. So so yeah. not not the not the contractor's right, pricing, not the right, discounted. Right. Okay. I always and and what are your profit and, margins on that? Do you know? Um, no, but okay. I I mean I I bet at least eighty eighty yeah at least yeah. I um, remember last year you were showing me some of your numbers on the spreadsheet. Yeah, and I was like, dang, we yeah. don't we don't do enough of those. Yeah, actually, we need to. We need to push that harder. And it's a, it's no. a good service. Oh, I was like, you don't don't be competing with me. No, no, no. <laughs> to, our, to our existing residential clients. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it keeps us from having to go back there and spot spray Roundup. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. another upsell while we're on the property. Yeah, for already do, they're doing something. I, I have noticed a lot of guys are um, adding it into the price of mulch. 
Mm. So if they're laying mulch down for another ten dollars a yard, they'll Let's put that. Of that. Yeah. But and then, yeah, I mean that's ten dollars for a yard of mulch. I mean that's they're making some money on that for sure. Oh yeah. And when you're talking the difference between <clears throat> eighty and ninety bucks a yard, it doesn't seem like much to them. And it, I mean it would take fifteen seconds to do ten yards of mulch. So yeah. I mean you made a hundred bucks in your twenty seconds that you spread it. Yeah. I, that, that's my favorite. Like when you're able to overlap a service like that, mm-hmm, right? Your profit margin yeah. just goes through the roof. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's cool. That's cool. All right, so got a little feel for your business, how you got into it. Let's talk. Let's talk pricing. Okay. Give me if if you and I want I want the honest truth. That's why I had you on here. Okay. Like I know right. you're gonna be genuine, but like tell me how you were pricing in the beginning. Okay. Good things, bad things, stuff that you might have changed. And then kind of give your, your mindset on pricing your services now. Okay. Uh, when I started, I, cause I worked with Zach. Yep. So I went, I went off of a lot of what he charged, okay. um, as a solo guy, cause I had no idea. I didn't have any of my connections to the industry that I had yet. Mm-hmm. So, and being a solo guy, you can afford to charge cheap mm-hmm. and, um, we did that. Jim, to this day, still keeps. Don't be scared of prosperity. Don't be scared of prosperity. So, um, but what does he mean by that? Uh, he means that know your value. Yeah. Basically, I mean, um, you, you just got to know who you're competing with. If if you want to stay a solo twenty dollar guy and work your tail off and never make any money, then yeah. you, you can be cheap and you yeah. can be busier than you can be. Yep. and make your life miserable. Um, but, yeah, so it started off at that, uh, like, $55 an hour rate. Mm-hmm. Um, never got told no, obviously. Yeah. Yep. So um, so you were just walking up to any job. Yeah. I'm You're like, I'm going to pull these vines off of this tree. Yeah. Probably going to take me about two hours. Right. You're like, 110 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And and that worked well because um, I, sal- I salary myself at um, – about $40,000 a year, a little bit less, actually, I think. It's $20 an hour for a regular work week. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we've got high deductible insurance, and we pay 100% of that. So I really, that was really the overhead at the beginning because Jim funded stuff. So your salary, and then you're saying health insurance. And health insurance, yeah. Yep. So for me and the family. Mm-hmm. So that was fine, or that much money was fine to cover that. Yep. Um, when you, when I, then I obviously got way too busy. I was working hundred hour work, hundred hour weeks every week. I mean, there was a, what, six or eight week period a couple of years ago that I was averaging like 120, 115, 120 hours a week. Uh, obviously you're, you're dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that when not, you were doing those big sod yeah, installs? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then going back and watering them. Yep. Wow. Yeah. There, I mean, I was getting up at four every morning and. Uh, earliest to get home was nine. Yeah. Um, but the, there was one one day I got some help from my buddies, kind of weekend warrior guys that mm-hmm. were went out and laid it for me. Um, but we didn't have another water tank. Mm. So I had to fill up the water tank and go back out and water. And we were out till like two that morning watering sod so it didn't burn up. But oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cop came and asked us what the hell we were doing. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, hey, trying work, water, <laughs> just trying to work, man. Just trying to work. 
<laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, no. And then, yeah, so then as I got busier, I'm like, well, I obviously can't get all the, take all the work. So I just started increasing my prices, increasing my prices. Yeah. Um, I'm bidding everything at $80 an hour. I include drive time. I... Take, and you drive slow. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I don't have time to drive slow. Uh, <laughs> you factor in driving slow. You're like, I'll be there in 30 minutes. Yeah. It's five minutes away. Yeah. Drive time's half an hour. But, yeah. We're safe. So then, and then I'll take, uh, I take any material that I use, I take retail price and then add at least 20%, depending okay. on what it is. Um, unless it's most pre-emergency, double the bag. Yeah, unless it's most pre-emergent, double the bag, because... Um, what actually when I, um, bid that the first time, I, I mean, I, I bid it way too low. And then, so because did it, what the first time the mulch pre-emergence, no, well, that whole contract. Cause that, that oh. pre-emergent is with the bed maintenance contract. Mm. So I, I, I bid it too low the first yeah. time. Um, but after they open the bids because it's municipality, it's public public knowledge, public information. So you get to compare where your bid was at to the other ones, which mm. is not, I mean, you're stuck for that price for a year and still being me solo. I mean, I made plenty for me, but yeah. when you start comparing your rates to the big company rates, then it gives you a lot more confidence to boost your prices. That's a good point. Because if you want to be that, you know, you're going to have that overhead sometime. And you have to raise your prices before you have the overhead or you're going to either lose all the cheap customers Choke you out had. Die, yeah. Right, yeah. So it's if if you're going to grow, it's very important to raise your prices pre-doing that because it would be terrifying going from 55 to $85 an hour. As soon as you add your first guy, you don't know who you're going to lose because that's a huge increase yep. to your customers. But, I mean, yeah, we've um, raised all our mowing prices this year. Uh Obviously, gas is going to get expensive. But we, yep. can, we can stay off that topic, but um, yeah, it's, you can go. You can go there no, for three no, minutes if you want. No, no, yeah, gas prices is obviously going up. So we've raised um, all our mowing prices. Um, yeah, and it's it's just it's just something that if you want to grow, you and I don't think enough people talk about it, but it's you need to think a year, two years down the road and make sure your prices can support that or you mm -hmm. can get them to the point where they can support that growth. Yeah, which is hard to do. I mean, it's it's for a new guy starting out, yes. like you're thinking, okay, well, what am I going to be doing in two years? You know, they're just mm -hmm. thinking, right. how do I make myself get paid by Friday? Right. Cover my health yep. insurance like yep. you were. Yep. We've been preaching to exactly what you did about increasing capacity. Too many people are worried about efficiency when really they're not maxed out on capacity. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so that's what you did. I mean, you, yeah, you had low overhead, but you stuck with your low prices, got yourself busy, mm -hmm. right. had some work, had some cash flow. You were right. still making money. Right. And then you were like, okay, now I'm so freaking busy that supply and demand just took over. Yes. And you had exactly. to increase your prices. Exactly. And I mean, good and bad. Yeah. But... I keep raising my prices and people still aren't telling me no. Yeah. And I, I don't do any marketing yet. I yep. mean, we still get more work than we can do. 
and even, even raising my prices, my customers know me now. Yep. And I'm about to the point where I think they're going to pay anything and they're not going to even question it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I just, I just that's not a bad question to ask. I've done that before. Like Billy, when would you say no? And he's <laughs> like, uh, 800 bucks per app. Be like, well, we're going to be in at 750. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, it's, and, and it, I mean, it is because of the low barrier to entry because of, I, I don't know, the reputation of the industry. Yep. Unfortunately, it it is hard to get good people. Mm-hmm. And when somebody finds somebody that, one, respects them, two, does what they say they're going to do, mm-hmm. and three, does a good job, most people have had bad enough experience with other companies that they don't even blink at a $5 yep. an hour raise or $10 an hour raise. I mean, they're just like, yep, cool, go for it. Yep. And when I when I was solo, I actually had several of my customers like, you need to raise your prices. Mm. After I did a couple of jobs for them, so I mean, why didn't you tell me this before you cut the check? Yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, done, <laughs> done. <laughs> That's good though. That's good. And I like that story though speaks to you, like building rapport, building relationships, and doing a good job. Yes. Like yes. it's yes, one you set your prices low, but if you wouldn't have delivered on the other side of that, you never would have created the demand for your service. And that's where the low barrier to entry sucks because we often get compared to Mm -hmm. those companies that are cheap and they have cheap service. So just because you're doing low prices for one to two years doesn't mean that your service is cheap. Right. It means that you're trying to, you're trying to build relationships and it's honestly, it's kind of the same theory as you working for that guy. It's like, I could go somewhere else and make more money. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to learn a trade. I'm going to develop relationships. I'm going to learn skills. I'm going to buy some time. And that's what exactly what you're doing with the mm-hmm. client base. Like, I'm buying time. I'm buying a relationship. And I'm giving myself leverage so that when I do raise prices, I, I already have existing cash flow in place. Right, right. right. Absolutely. <clears throat> hmm. Well, that's good, man. That's good stuff. So... I learned you it all the hard way too. I mean, <laughs> the that, hard, that, hard yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, we all do, man. Yep, you yeah. make mistakes. Yes, yes. And I mean, uh, we did. Uh, I got a <laughs> leaf back this last fall. Yeah. And we uh, <laughs> put it together, and so uh, didn't. And I made a couple huge mistakes. <laughs> Hit me with it. <laughs> okay. I want. I want to hear the story because we met about trying to get you leaf jobs so yeah, i want to yeah, hear i yeah. want to hear how how all this went we, we got some leaf jobs and they they got some deals <laughs> <laughs> all right so, so okay so what it, uh first we got some from you and we also uh put door hangers and okay. the door hangers and the nick of time works um first mistake what I was made, your return on door hangers i bet we i bet we put out maybe a hundred and i bet we got 10 to 15, like what? crazy. Yeah, crazy. Why didn't you put out 1,000, bud? Uh, didn't have time. <sighs> capacity, capacity, capacity. But Shoot. it's a good thing I did. If didn't. you start getting that return again, <laughs> I will go put out 900 for you as long as you give me a cut of <laughs> yeah, those sales. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah. But um, we get like 1.25 out of every 100. Yeah. And I think... Well, we were real strategic about 
putting them down, but we're getting kind of off here. No, but, you're good. You're um, good. But it, it, it's beneficial. Like, guys hit me up about brochures all the time. Yeah. I'm sure you hit it at the peak time. Yeah. You hit it in the right area. Yeah. You hit it where you're doing existing jobs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And no. When it, yeah, we put them in areas, big oak trees. And we also paid attention to who had stripes in their yard, who already had a contractor. Didn't no. even bother. Yeah. Because they, they either offer it and they turned it down yeah. or they offered it and they took it. Yeah. So there's no point. Um, and, yeah, just the big oak trees. So the first thing I did that was bad is I, look, I looked at the yard. I had no idea how long it was going to take to get leaves to the curb to get sucked up by the vac. Mm. Um, second. How long, how long did you think? Because you're at oh, this I, point, I, I you're was, doing like 75 oh, bucks per man hour is what you're saying? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I was bidding stuff. At, the, the one that sticks out, I think I bid it at three hours. And there, there were a couple of neighbors. So I, I, did, I figured like three and three. But it turned out to be like a day and a half. <laughs> oh my god! So we we actually made less money than we were paying. We lost. I mean, we literally lost money on those. And uh, so that. So what, what were you thinking? Like, so were you well, there on I'm, the job? Yeah, let's let's go back. So <laughs> I I bit it, and the leaves had just started falling. No, I'm, I was saying like, what were you thinking mid lawn? Like oh, hour and a half in. You, what were you thinking? Uh, not, pissed. Probably not repeatable. Just yeah, straight yeah, up yeah. pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Teddy Ross getting pissed off is the best, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, very frustrated. Um, but the first mistake I made, I looked at what was on the ground and they just started falling. And I probably wouldn't have been too far off on my guess at that point. But he asked, Hey, you mind if you don't do it this weekend, you can come back then the next week. And smart on his part, yeah, he's been around I'm, the block. I, yeah, I'm dumb. I'm like, Yeah, sure, that's not a problem. You come back and it's knee deep the whole way. I'm like, because I mean, these are mass, <laughs> multiple massive. Are your neighbors in on this, bud? Yeah, eighty foot oak trees. I mean, just I was like, oh. Where's this at? Like Prairie Village somewhere, Mission? Uh, yeah, Oven Park, right over there. Yeah, Prairie Village, Oven Park. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, we get we get through that uh, just about done, and one of the, the neighbors comes out, and uh, one of the ones we're doing. And they're like, yeah, I think you bit off a little more than you could chew for, you know, a couple hundred bucks here. <laughs> I was like, yeah. You think? Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. And they're like, we'll pay you extra. And I, I looked at them and said, nope, this is my mistake. I'm going to eat it. Yep. I said the uh, lessons learned in pain are learned best. And they, they laughed. And I was like, just get me work in the future so I can make up for some of this. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And they actually called me this spring, had me do a bunch of landscape work because they're getting ready to move out. But and you bend them over? Oh uh, no, I, I charge my, <laughs> my normal rate. But Good. yeah, we made you money made on money it. Yeah, that time. yeah, yeah. But and yeah, I was actually weeding some beds, and they pulled up, and they're like, "Hey, what's up?" And I'm, they love me. You're still I in just, business. Yeah, yeah. How's that work? Yeah. But um, so yeah, I mean, our, our leaf pricing, uh, yeah, that was brutal. But, well, okay, so tell me now, like, do you have a minimum price? Give give some tips to those guys out there so that can. Yeah, Try not I, to happen I, to them. I would suggest having a 150 minimum. Yeah, I mean that's and you're talking five to eight thousand square foot lawns. Yeah, yeah, and the ones we did were much bigger than that. But uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna have anybody less than 150 yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, but that goes back to 
I didn't have any of the work and I was being cheap to fill the fill the bucket once yep. it starts overflowing. Yeah, you were excited to it. use that leaf yeah. leaf mulcher. Yeah. 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 And we bought it used from uh one of our buddies. Yep. Eight hours in the motor blue. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And he's oh. a he's a great dude. Eight he, hours in, that means you were just on that job. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> it wasn't the first job, but yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, we ended up having to flip the motor out of it. Oh, so, man. I mean, yeah, there, there's, there's money a, in it, though. You're, you're, yes. you're going to make some good money this fall. Yeah, that's right. And, and it's just it's a learning curve, and you have to be willing to put yourself out there and make mistakes because that, that's the only way to learn. Yep. I mean, you, you can't. There's, dude, there's, there's guys out there raking it in. So I don't know if you've seen people do this, but uh, Brian Fullerton, uh, we, we know this guy online, and he – has like the clients will rake it to the curb and then he's charging 100 and 150 and he'll just come suck them up suck them up and so it's it's already prepped they've done kind of the grunt work to get it there they just want them gone yeah which that's that's insane yeah i was like man you got you got people doing that so it's just like 150 bucks 15 minutes and then you're out of there driving through uh prairie village um yeah, there was all kinds of stuff that was raked out and people just rolling by. Get but um, another thing that I didn't think of when I was pricing that was the dump time. To get to the dump uh, time, yeah. you you have to charge for that too because you can spend two hours on the line. You're like, yeah, we're doing all right. But by the time you get there, dump it, get to your next job, you just killed an hour and a half. And that time of year, you don't have much daylight. So yeah. you're, you know... Even if you bid the actual work right, if you don't factor in drive time, you're still not making any money. Yeah. So yeah, it's it, leaf. You really do need to be very efficient because of the lack of daylight to to make some money. But like you said, when, once you get it figured out, yeah, there's money the, the job, Yeah, but the job sucks. Yeah, and that's why <laughs> nobody wants to do it. That's why nobody's doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why you've, you've got to be charging for it. Yes. So go, and all of it. Um, go back to what you said about like, don't be afraid of prosperity. I want, I want you to stick with that a little bit and go down a couple different ways. Cause I, I know for me there, there's as the owner, I view that as like, Hey, don't, don't be afraid to strive for wealth. Right. Don't be afraid. To, so yes. you can and take it that way. Yeah. And that's what Jim, I think that's a lot of what Jim means when he, he, cause he's explained it to me that way a few times as well. So yeah. Yeah. And what uh, what other ways would you view that, especially as it relates to, like, pricing your services? Don't be afraid of prosperity. Like, thinking back to when you first started, were you you just worried that the client was going to say no, the fear of uh, rejection, or just, hey, I just, I'm worried I'm not going to be able to eat, so I'm just pricing this this way. Right, yeah, so th- that was most of it, because... I I was in car sales before I was at Overland Park, so mm-hmm. I'm not scared of rejection. Yeah, <laughs> nobody likes a car guy. <laughs> Just I into, forgot it, you in car sales. Yeah, end of story. I got over that. That that doesn't. Do you matter. have like a Do you have like a car salesman pitch? Well, you just like, like do you off did you well did you have like a a standard like line that you would say like everybody's got their go to like no um so I walk in my I want to buy my, a car. What are you saying to me? I, 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 I fact find, and, yeah. and, and that's, if you're going to be good at sales, you have to fact find, you can't push somebody into something they don't want, period. Yeah. I don't yeah. care who you are. You might get lucky once in a while, but that, 
I mean, my so you're fact finding. Yes, like you're, fact you're finding loading your sales gun. So yes. you're just trying to figure out what they're looking yes, for. Yes, what's what's the hot button? What what is their pain point? Yeah. Um, and then just build rapport. I mean, I, I think it helps a lot that I came from a little hick town in South Central Kansas, mm-hmm. and I that was my opening thing. So there we go. Kinda, That's it. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, what'd you say? I'm a hillbilly building, from South central Kansas. Yeah, How you I, doing? I, yeah. I'm from a little hick town in South central. Well, and it wouldn't be, it would be, and I'd walk up and introduce you? myself. Yeah. And then we would get to talking about what they wanted. And then they realized that I wasn't going to push them anything they want, didn't want. Yeah. Um, I had a guy that came in and was looking at a hybrid Camry. Um, and he's like, I was like, Oh, so what do you want this for? He's like, Oh, I drive. I think it was like 80,000 miles a year. Cause he was like a traveling traveling guy i'm like well honestly the difference between a hybrid on the highway and a gas on the highway is only four miles a gallon different and for seven or five seven grand whatever it was you're gonna have to drive a lot more miles than that to ever make up your five seven grand on you know Hmm. four gallon yeah you know yeah and he's like oh and so i actually talked him down a car that's cool and saved him money and and that's that I mean, that's that's the name of the game is getting people on what they want, yep. and and a lot of that stuff does translate when you're selling something. You go to them and find out what they. I mean, obviously they're probably calling you for something. Yeah. But instead of just going in and like, oh, here's your price. Yeah. It it really really helps if you dig at pain. Mm-hmm. Okay, so have you had this done before? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, what what happened there? Yep. And they'll tell you a horror story about either some Joe Blow or mm-hmm. whatever that came in and either didn't do it well, didn't show up, whatever. The, and then you can just laugh and make a joke about it and, yep. you know, like, hey, yeah. And then just whatever their pain point was, whether it was not done well, whether it wasn't they were on time, mm-hmm. you can just make sure you execute on that like crazy. Because yep. yep. you're trying to rest- fill a need. <clears throat> right. That's, and that's all sales is, is finding finding a need, mm-hmm. filling it. Filling and, it. And if you know that they're disappointed with something in the past, you just kill that part because that's the only part they're looking at again. Exactly. I mean, and that, that's kind of like the little peer behind the curtain. Like mm-hmm. you, And I like what you said about don't just show up and give a quote. Because yeah. there's so many guys that they're losing landscape bids because that's all they're doing. Yes. They're just a number. Yes. And so you just show up and handing them a number doesn't help them any right and the other thing is like that's your opportunity to show your worth your value your professionalism your expertise so instead of handing them the quote be like hey i know you wanted this let's walk the property what else do you have going on what are you truly looking for um it become more than become more than a number because they may say they want something but they really need something else that happens all the time all the time and yeah when you're and I don't, I think upsell has a bad connotation, which it shouldn't. Yeah. But when you're walking a property with somebody and they're like, oh, I want this downspout and this downspout done. And I just put in a couple of downspouts. You like, oh, you good with that one then? Yeah. They're like, oh, I, I don't know why I missed that one. And, yep. and bam, you just, there's another 30%. Yep. I mean, it's, yeah. And, and it's helping them. It's helping them. Yeah. Like that's like a, if, if you went in and did, so. if you yeah, if you went in and did those two and left the one yeah. that they didn't notice, then yep. they're in the same boat. I mean, yep. it it didn't do anything. Yeah. It but. just it just feels weird when you're 
because you are picturing a used car salesman. Sorry mm -hmm. to use that, yeah. but like yeah. you're you're just picturing that guy when you think upsell. Right. Yeah. Rather yeah. than add value, and and it by adding That's value, we're just saying difference. like help yes. help them. Like, could you imagine yes. being in the dentist office and you're there for a cleaning and you have three cavities, and the dentist is scared to upsell you on your three cavities. Mm -hmm. Right. Then you end up having to get a root. Like right. You wouldn't be mad in that situation. Right. It's the same thing. You're yes. just you're just helping somebody. Yep. I also like what you said um, about like if they like if they had a really bad experience. One of the things that I always do is Chris Voss talks about like anchoring people really low. Mm -hmm. I always like to use like humor and then anchoring people really low so that we move that off the table. So when I find out, hey, my the previous guy just like either took the money and bailed or hey, he was a no show. I'll like use humor to show them like, hey, we're, we're not going to do that to you. So yeah, I'll say exactly. things like, well, hey, if you're handing out checks and letting people bounce, let's I'll finish this right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then they're like, they, they laugh about it. And then they're like, okay, this guy's yeah. clearly not going to do that to me. Right. Um, right. But that's, that's what I do. Or like when they say, is it pet and kid friendly? Yeah. I'll always say like, we've killed three dogs this past week. <laughs> Yeah, right. I know yours is not going to be next. I <laughs> yeah, promise you. Yeah. It just it just helps diffuse the situation yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's another thing. I mean, in car spells, especially when you get to the negotiation point, it gets tense mm -hmm. with a lot of people. I mean, it de depends on personality, obviously. But, I mean, I had a, a customer that was getting red in the face, getting mad because we weren't giving enough for his trade. And I, I slid my chair back because he, he was getting pissed. I started slamming my head in the desk. I'm like, let me help you. Let me help you. <laughs> he started laughing and got the deal done the next, the next deal. That's I mean, awesome. You, yeah, you, you have to bring humor, especially into tents. Yeah. Especially into tents. Yep. But, yeah. yeah. Just be, be real. Yeah. Be, be human. Be yep. authentic. Yeah. All right, so let's do this. Let's wrap it up with we're, we're talking pricing. You've given us some good stories about like the leaf removal and some good feedback on mulch pre-emergence. If you don't mind, share a little bit about, and you can even tell what you were charging if you want, if you okay. want to give that depth, but like, what are you charging per yard of mulch right now? If it's five yards or less? Um, I do very little five yards or less. Okay. So what, uh, what is your minimum then? That would be a good number too. Um, yeah. Probably at 150. I mean, that's really kind of a flat for how many yards just to show up. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, um, if they've got two yards of mulch, it doesn't change my time as yeah. far as going there, getting it, getting it back. Yeah. And then uh, it's $40 a yard. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, like 150 on, but I very rarely run into that because people that need that much will go buy 10 bags and throw it down themselves. Okay. So, I, I mean, most of my mulch is seven yards and up. Okay. So um, a 10, a 10 yard job. What yeah. do you, what are you doing per yard? Uh, I'll do 80 a yard. 80 a yard. Yep. And, okay. um, our cost of the mulch is like 32 or 33 right now. I okay. think it went up a little bit this year, but, okay. um, and that's, and that's if you're getting it by the trailer load. Um, we for that Shawnee bed contract, we put down three hundred, mm. which so we bought semis. And when you buy semis, I think we got it for like sixteen, seventeen for so, a semi. Yeah. So okay. um, when we get to that point, the facilities 
if you could order a, a semi because it's delivered. Yeah. And the whole the reason, and if you don't get it delivered and just order a semi at a time, it was like uh, 22 for them to keep it there. Mm. So, yeah, it, once you get the facilities, yep. if you can just order mulch in, I mean, you just added. That's good to know. Yeah, you just added. That'd be good for Seth to know, too, because yeah. that's what he's going to be doing at our shop. Like, right. we're going to be putting a couple semi loads back there. Yep. And trying to develop relationships with guys like you yep. to come and get them. Okay, so 32 bucks a yard, unless it's a semi, around 16 If they're holding it, it's 22 mm -hmm. Charging 80 bucks a yard, mm -hmm. right? And what On big, big jobs, like what you were just talking about, do you have a scale where you're like, okay, if it's 25 yards, I'm going to drop it down to this. If it's 50 yards, I'm going to drop it down to this. If it's 100, I, I, you just I, keep it 80 to. flat. Yeah. And okay, good. I, and, and sometimes if I can get more, I'll get more. Yeah. I mean. Um, Is there any situation where you're like, oh, man, I'm going to have to wheelbarrow in a weird situation? Yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time, all the time. I mean, you have to look at how far you're going to be able with the trailer to how far to get back there. Mm -hmm. um, and that $80 a yard, and I started it like 65 when I started doing it. Yep. And so I could get personally get down like two yards an hour or a little bit less than that. Mm -hmm. um, so I was right at, and that's how I kind of um, bid everything, even though I did it by the yard because I knew that's how everybody else was charging. It dawned on me this year the reason why people are doing it by the yard, I rented a U-cart, and you can get a yard in it at a time, drive it around, and then dump it and spread it. Now, whenever you bid like a landscape job, I put in my hours worked, but when you get equipment to make you so much more efficient, then <clears throat> I can get a yard down in 15 minutes. Yeah. If I separated, instead of charging by the yard, I separated and put my labor in, then my prices would fall off a cliff. Mm because of the better equipment which yeah. obviously you got to pay for the better equipment so you can't do that yep. but you don't want somebody looking at a bid and saying well you charged me for four hours to put down mulch it took you 15 minutes because you got a yep. good piece of equipment then you're just going to get objections at the end of it like you were only here for an hour you charged me for four what's this about and so that's i've kind so you're of you're doing per yard now yes yeah. well and well i've always done that because that was the industry standard is just charging by the yard mm-hmm but I figured my yard price by how much I could put down with a wheelbarrow. Does that make uh, sense? Yep, yep, yep. But, yeah, so your dirt install, because your dirt is by the yard. Yep. Your, and, you know, so that that was kind of the, it hit me this year. That's why yep. some of the stuff you bid by an hour, some of the stuff you do. And there are a lot of contractors that don't like to put how much they're, how many hours they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I can see that now. Because when you get better equipment, you yep. can't charge for only your time because you're paying for equipment too. Yeah. So then you That's get That's the last installed. thing you want to do is start getting into here's how long it takes with right. the client. Yeah. I mean, we're on, we're on some of our properties for five minutes. Yeah, right, right. And so I don't want them calling and saying, well, what did you do here? We do have clients. Like, you, weren't, you were in and out. Did you even do the backyard? Yeah. Like, yeah. And so they're like, well, then what am I paying for? Yeah. They're like, you're paying for prodiamine. Yeah. Slow release fertilizer that cost me two thousand yeah. dollars per freaking yeah. bulk tank. So you're paying for knowledge is what you're paying for. You're paying for yeah. Just let me do my just, thing. Yeah. Just hang up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back in six weeks. <laughs> that, that's, that, we'll be back in six weeks. But that's a really good point. Like because I, <coughs> starting off, you do 
you do think about time a lot mm. and you do get tempted to put in, Hey, this is because you just said, I used to walk up, look at something. It's going to take me mm. two hours, mm -hmm. 55 bucks per man hour. Mm. So that's really tempting to just put that on the quote sheet, mm -hmm. especially when you're doing it on your own through QuickBooks or yeah. Microsoft word. Right. But that can get you into some issues. And, and that's, and it, I actually think that, because I still do that for some some stuff, mm -hmm. because I don't have a lot of the real efficient equipment. So yeah. I I do I'll I'll when I break down jobs and some people aren't gonna like this, but I will put my hourly rate mm -hmm. and I will put down the cost to pick up and deliver X material, how long it's gonna take me yep. to do it, and I do I do break it out, but. But like that's said, when it looks good on, on paper. Because that is how long I'm going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you know you're going to you be start, uber efficient right. or you get another piece of equipment that makes you efficient. Right. Then, then that's, and that's why a lot of these uh, big contractors just have their bulk price and they don't break anything out because they don't want to be questioned. Yeah. And, and I see that now. But I, yeah. And it was only because I rented that one piece of equipment for that huge job that we already had. So yeah. it wasn't – it was just a ding-ding for me. Yeah. And I'm a little slower than most. It took me a few years. Uh, I'm 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 with you, man. I, I've made the same mistake. I have uh, when we when I first started Green again, like we had we had like 45 mowing clients, like five fertilizer clients. So I was taking anything, and mm, I completely yeah. lost my shirt on a landscape job. Two guys that were working with me, they made like 800 bucks a piece. I lost about 1,500 bucks. Yeah, just didn't know what I was doing. Didn't know my pricing. It happens. Didn't estimate how long, like, I was like, this is going to take about this many man hours. It took me five times longer. Yeah. Plus, I had guys with me that didn't know what they were doing. So, yeah. we're all, like, learning on, yeah. on the job. Yep. And, and, that's, and that's, the, that's the thing. When you, you can't be scared of that. Yep. I mean, you know you're going to win some. You know you're going to lose some, especially when you jump into something new. Yep. Um, and you just eat it. And when you eat it, you learn. You don't make that mistake You again. do not. Yeah. You do not. And then... I, if I mess up, I tell the client every time, like, hey, <laughs> I blew this one. I'm That's like, a good point. And, and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, that was going to take this long. It took this long. I ran into this, this, and this that I didn't expect. And they're like, oh, okay. And a lot of times, they'll offer to pay more. Like, yeah. and, I, and I always reject it, but I always give more work. Yep. They know I'm sticking to my guns, and I'm human, yeah. and I'm relatable, and that, that's that's that, huge that's, with trust, that's, man. Yes, like, that's that's, that's more valuable than the fifteen hundred bucks you lost. You're gonna make more money. You're gonna get it back. That's a fifteen hundred dollar master's class in not being stupid with your pricing ever yeah. again. Yep, exactly. Now yeah. you know your numbers. When it hurts, it yep. hurts. Yep. And, and you you remember that. You don't yep. touch your stove twice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know that's there now. I'm not. I'm yep. not gonna hit yep. that again. Yep. Oh, man, this is good. Okay, so, and then real quick, I know we're, we've been chatting a minute here, so talked mulch, you've talked leaf cleanup, some of your pricing there. What about, like, your cost per man hour is what now, 85? Um, I'm about 80. 80? Yeah. 80 bucks per man hour. Um, what, are their, what are their pricing, Do you, would you like to share with us? Um, not really pricing, but to your solo guys that are, Thinking about employees, mm -hmm. um, and I I I got lucky, and I I hired great guys right off the bat. 
Now they were expensive because I knew them and I, I pulled them from the city. But even with tremendous work ethic, I found this, I'm in shape, I'm younger. I was 20% slow on bids because I bid them how fast I could do it. So I, whenever you hire employees, you need to build in a percentage because they're not going to be as fast, most likely. So you're as saying you are. factor in everybody's only half as good as Teddy. Uh, 20%, 15, 20%. <laughs> and that gives you a little bit of Buddy, you're room. only going to be half as good as me. Yeah. But I mean, when you hire guys, especially if you don't, I, I don't have this issue, but I, I've heard lots of guys like, I can't hire anybody. They're on the phone the whole time. And if you're bidding these jobs with your help that isn't helping, you're still going to lose your shirt and you still got to pay them. That's a really good so point. So you do need to factor in for them to be slower because they're not going to care as much and it's not their job to. And, yeah. uh, and that's one thing I wish owners would kind of understand. If you want them to care as much as you do, you need to not just be a boss. Yeah. You have to lead. And they're never going to care as much as you. No, do. they're no, never. They're, and it's, they don't. They don't. They don't not, have that much money on the table. Right. And it, and honestly, it's not. They should. They should show up and they should work and they should do the job. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, to to expect someone without incentive, especially if you're just playing a flat rate, and trying to get as cheap as you can get to put more money in your pocket, you don't care about them. They're not gonna care about you. Yeah. The more you care, the more they'll care. But. Yeah. And that's got to be factored in it, your pricing. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yes, it does. Cause, Man, that's a cause really good point. Even even caring about your guys, you're going to hire people that aren't going to care as much. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not your job to man, lose money good. over it. That's good. It's awesome, man. This is this has been valuable. I and hope so. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's going to help some people. I know it is. Why don't you real quick, let's say there's a lawn and landscape guy out there that's like, I like that Teddy dude. Are you okay with them reaching out to you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. How yeah. do you want them to reach out to you? Email, Instagram, but, Facebook? Um, that's actually something we haven't really got our social no, media going. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. That's why you're here for pricing and not marketing. Yeah, that's <laughs> Or right. branding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's something I need to work on, but uh, where, where, it's in the pipe. You want you want them to email you? Uh, Yeah, email, text, call. I, I'm, I'm easy. Okay. Uh. Are you just gonna I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Perfect. I'll put it in the show notes. Yep. Yeah. Work. Cool, man. All right. Appreciate you, bro. Yep. No problem. We'll see you. Yo, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you guys, and we would really appreciate you leaving a review. It would mean a lot to us. Take care and God bless.